Every day we teach people how to kill themselves, get fat, and get diseases. Why can't we just teach them about how to engage and do good? And when folks come to our summit, they turn around and they say, I have 25,000 employees. You know what? I never bothered to ask the question. What do you guys care about? Welcome to the Entrepreneurs Organization. We are one E-E-O. One E-O. EO is the only global network exclusively for entrepreneurs. This collection of membership comes with stories of hard-earned lessons and successes. You're invited to join this movement. And now, your host, Stephen Distante. All right, welcome to the One EO podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs, by entrepreneurs. My name is Steve Distante, the EO New York president, and I am joined today by our chapter patron or chapter patron, as I like to call him. Um, for this episode of One EO, we have on the phone with us today our chapter patron, Sergio Fernandez de Cordova, the guy with the coolest name in the world. Welcome, Sergio. How are you doing today? <laughs> I am well. Thank you, Stephen. How are you? Doing good. So you've been chapter patron or patron, I'll refer to it from here on in, for about a month and a half, two months. How's that journey been so far? Um, it's been really exciting, I have to tell you, because uh, I think that when, when you and I got together and you explained to me the program and the vision of 1EO and how you know purpose is really the goal of redefining the organization to the global community, it is something that, that really excites me, really is, is, is part of my core values. Yeah, so we are honored to have you. And just for the audience's sake, the chapter, patron process or, or initiative was to raise prominence of EO globally and to find somebody who represented that, who could connect us with meaningful relationships and really be able to raise up the awareness of EO as a global force for founding entrepreneurs, for, for us, for people like us. And we ended up finding Sergio as a former member um, of EO. And it was just lightning when we met, like the excitement was there, but the timing was there too. So before we jump into some of the things that we're doing, Sergio, maybe you could tell the listeners a little bit about who you are, you know, your business, you know, what you've been doing when you were a member of EO, maybe you could share a little bit about your, your past with us. Of course, of course. Listen, uh, uh, EO to me has has a, has a very strong place in my heart, and, and it's really part of you know what really helped me evolve into where I am today. Um, my journey as an entrepreneur started when I was twelve, and I started with a newspaper, and uh, since grew that uh, to be a pretty large, second largest publisher in Northern Jersey. But my journey as an entrepreneur uh, with EO really began in the years. 2003, 2004, when I had just uh, launched uh, a billboard business, which was focused on outdoor advertising and reinventing the outdoor advertising world, where I was in a room of 70-year-olds as my cohorts, colleagues, fellow owners, and me as a 27, 28-year-old sitting in a room with folks that didn't understand me, that didn't get me, and uh, who were telling me to go build a website because I'd be better off than playing in a sandbox with them, which they were oddly wrong. And, um, and EO was really the organization that I found a home in. It was an organization that I found that I could actually talk 
the like-minded individuals share ideas and confidence, share problems and confidence, share who and what I'm trying to become as well as what and how I'm trying to do. And, um, and it was really, you know, to me that, that gave me comfort as an entrepreneur. I'm a serial entrepreneur, so I am as crazy as everyone else in the organization. Where every time we see a problem or an idea, we just go do it. And, uh, and to me, I just, you know, I kept being told that I was, I belonged in a different sandbox and, um, and, and, and really engaging EO and, and I submerged myself in EO. I went all in when I joined the board and I joined the first time I suggested to the board of New York, I want to be the head of political affairs. And, uh, and they said, uh, we, we, you can't chair any a committee unless you've been a member for two years. And I said, well, do we have a political affairs committee? And they're like, no. And I was like, well, I want to propose one. And then I was like, I'm a bad passive member. I was like, I can't join an organization as an entrepreneur and just sit back and watch. And, um, and Chris, who was the president then, gave me the opportunity to present to the board. And, um, and that's all she wrote. I mean, I could talk about this stuff forever because of it helped me look at the world differently, look at the network that EO has, look at, you know, when I travel to Taiwan or Thailand or Australia or Argentina or Colombia or Mexico, there was someone there. There was someone there with me, for me, uh, to support me, to help me to just be a fellow yeller. And, and that is invaluable. The world has changed a lot since 2003, 2004, but, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's really, you know, it's, it's part of who I am today. Beautiful. You know, Sergio, I've, you know, as president of EO New York, I've heard so many members in you know, recent months talk about how their EO journey has tremendously shaped their lives, their businesses, and their successes. And you're just echoing that experience that so many people had. And, you know, you left EO for a little while, and somehow I brought you back in um, because you're not only chapter patron, I can't say it as uh, wonderfully as you do, but you're not only chapter patron, you're also now a full-blown member, which we're grateful for. I know there's many other organizations that you can be involved with, but you choose EO. And now, even after your great success, you're still choosing EO. What kind of value do you get from it? Do you think, you know, well, why did you want to rejoin? I wanted to rejoin the organization for many reasons. Um, you know, EO has played such an important role in my evolution that I feel that there is an incredible opportunity and set of resources that exist in the organization that can help others experience the same journey. Yeah, make a mark, one of our values, but what we're embracing for this 30th anniversary to be substantially meaningful in the lives of entrepreneurs the clients or customers that they serve, the employees that they employ, and the families that you know we serve. It's very much in our DNA. And again, it was instant connection with you, Sergio, when we started talking about it. So some of the things you're going to do, man, I mean, I'm like so honored and excited about it is, you know, this, this relationship with the UN. And, and, and when we talked about it, you said, Steve, it's like, the moon and the stars where just and the planets are just aligned because of what's going on inside the UN and how this is going to work. Oh, so perfectly. So maybe you could describe to the EO universe what this is, you know, what, what can entrepreneurs expect from this relationship? It's amazing opportunity with the United Nations. 
when we met, what I found, you know, with the resources that EO has vis-a-vis its membership, vis-a-vis the power of creating, the power of convening, the global reach, the trust, internationally trust is everything, and the ability to create, right, which is really something that's in the world of impact, that intelligence is is still not there. It's not hitting the ground for those people that are trying to save lives. They're not thinking commercially how to use entrepreneurial uh, DNA to, to, to impact others. And, um, and, and so when we sat down, I think what was really exciting was telling you that the timing is perfect because you know the sustainable development goals and the global agenda that was put together by 193 countries and the UN, 15-year strategy, uh, 17 goals, and 169 targets within these goals was put together for the purposes of helping give a roadmap to humanity, whether it's private sector, public sector, intergovernmental, NGOs, IGOs, you name it, every element sector and cross-cutting sectors uh, to bring them together with a roadmap to impact the world. And to do it in a way that nobody's asking anybody to change their business model, it's just asking them to to find purpose around it, right? We all have employees, we all have people, we all have families, we all have daughters, we all have sisters, we all have mothers. Women should have equal rights. You know, if you believe that, you know, then you treat your your employees the same way. And all these different pieces and that these mechanisms that have been put together that were launched in this this global global agenda that was launched in September 2015 at the UN is something that my foundation I've dedicated now seven years of working alongside the UN and not only as, as helping, you know, define how do we communicate this agenda to the world, but also how do we bring stakeholders to the conversation? How do we bring people that actually really care? You could bring someone to a conversation, Stephen, that says, I want to be in, I want to have a seat at the table because they have God knows how many different agendas and why it benefits them. But in a world of impact, you never really get folks that says why it benefits they not just me. And the element, and this is why the private sector and entrepreneurship has really never had a seat at the table because that the timing maybe wasn't there. The world hadn't evolved yet. Consciousness wasn't there around, you know, doing, having purpose. And the element of, of us, that timing, you asking me to be a patron, and, uh, and then also the, the 30th anniversary, the definition of purpose, you know, make a mark. I mean, you just can't make this stuff up, right? It's just like you really cannot make this stuff up. And at the UN, you know, the conversations over the last six months have been, hey, how do we bring in entrepreneurs? We hosted this thing called SDG, SDG is Sustainable Development Goals, SDG Innovation, where we brought in the guys from XPRIZE, we brought in the guys from, you know, you name it, most, a lot of Silicon Valley, very few New Yorkers. And, uh, and it was around innovation. But if you start to look at, you know, we're still missing the entrepreneurs. I'm sorry, but, you know, XPRIZE and all these guys, they're not talking about saving and employing millions of people. They're trying to figure out how to employ less. And, you know, it's always been my core agenda. I'm like, look at this organization, EO. It was on the heels of EO that we created the GEP, the Global Entrepreneurship Program that Obama now claims to be the most successful program in the history of America. He took credit for it, but we gave him the tools. You know what the tools were? EO. And we gave him the resources to reach 3,000 entrepreneurs in, in America. So when I go to the UN, I'm saying, don't reinvent the wheel. Here's a, here are organizations. And, and Stephen, when you came to me and gave me 
shed some light about the new global leadership and New York leadership and 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 your you know conviction to really you know creating purpose around the organization. To me, that was just music to my ears. I warmed my heart because of the the the, the role that he always played in my life, and and it just made it that much more exciting to basically say, okay, well, if you're all in, I'm all in. And, you know, I've been doing this for now seven years. How do we just, you know, this is what's mine is yours. Let's go do this. And it's time now when you look at the Sustainable Development Goals agenda, we've communicated to the world, we've activated countries, we've activated communities, but now we need to bring in the entrepreneurs. Now we need to solve. Now we need to figure out how do we bring in that intelligence, that to find that purpose and, 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 and really make a mark, a, a, a real global mark, not just via business, but via humanity. Yeah, and what I love so much about what you're saying, what the UN is doing, is its choices. It's about choices. It's about the voice of entrepreneurship, but also the employees that work at the company. It's across the board. And likely it all exists there already. It's just we're not being mindful of it. And we're not sharing that um, with anybody else. It's kind of encapsulated in our little microcosm, which we call our business. Um, But this is going to give the ability for other partners, um, namely, I believe it was Computer Associates, to be able to harvest information from this group of entrepreneurs from around the world, 13,000 of us, I believe the latest count is, from around the world of what's important to not only you, entrepreneur, but also to your people that you serve, right? Didn't you? I think that's part of it as well, the, the, the people who work in your company. What's important to them? Oh, exactly, Stephen. I mean, listen, the, 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 the element of running and building an organization is no longer about you want to come work for me because I have a salary for you. The world is smarter. The world is different. The millennials are reshaping, you know, the workforce, and the Gen Zs are are, are doing that on top. And and I think that the as as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, such as yourself and everyone else that's listening, it, it, it is our responsibility to provide the best resources to our teams, our staff, to keep our team, our partners, our people, and their families to give them the tools to just also define purpose around the things that we do. And if we're not giving them those tools and we're not educating them and we're not engaging them and we're not providing them this information, then you know we're really wasting a resource, which is all organizations that, and the organizations that we build is an opportunity to drive change. And, and it's there where the, the infrastructure is there. And, and, uh, and then that's what's really, you know, you were talking about computer science, computer associates, CA technologies, as they're known now, right? I was uh, just talking to them, and they said, that we're rebranded. We're CA Technologies. So CA Technologies, as they're known today, is an organization that's really dedicating their resources to support UN efforts on saying, how do we help organizations like the likes of EO figure out and give them the tools to understand what their role is as it relates to the sustainable development goals, and then where do they fit vis-a-vis what their staff, their partners believe in? Right, because an organization can come in and I could say, "Hey, I'm the CEO of XYZ company, and tomorrow we're only going to focus on oceans." But now I'm not listening to my people. I'm not listening to them. And and if I did listen to them, I'd understand that 50% of them care about education. 
So now I'm wasting all these important, valuable resources and, and the greatest commodity that we can never make back, which is time, and not giving them the ability to do what they care the most about. And it's just so simple. And that's one of the things that we're working with the UN and we're excited to work with the EO is to really provide EO the resources that are millions of dollars that have already been built for other organizations to benefit from so that EO could also, you know, really, and this is what really excites me, Stephen, you know, which we've talked about and with great passion, is what if we could come out of this in a year and show the world that EO is not only making a mark in the world, but is really one of the most influential organizations in the world because, and here's the data, and here's how we're impacting people's lives every day already. We just don't know it because we haven't asked the question. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, that's probably part of it is to educate our members as to the importance of relevance, right? So some people are going to say, and I've been an impact business for quite a while now, and to influence or educate our members about why this is important. And the truth of the matter is maybe it's not mandatory for your business to do anything in this space right now in order for you to be quote unquote successful. And that is probably monetary only in those, in those terms, but for the future, it's extremely relevant. Well, Stephen, I think, I think that I want to, I want to grab what you said there and, 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 and maybe it's not important, but you know, it, it's like you as a CEO, me as a CEO, and some of the folks listening. I want to challenge you on that because I've been in situations, and, and we bring together every year, we bring the world of advertising to the UN. We bring together all the C-level, the C-suite, the top executives in the advertising industry to the United Nations to talk about the power of media for impact. How every day we tell people what to think, what to wear, what's cool, what's not, what's hot, and where to travel, what to buy, what to drive. Right. And, and, and my whole agenda with, with how do we, why we bring these people together is we say every day we teach people how to kill themselves, get fat and get diseases. So why can't we just teach them about how to engage and do good? And, and, and when folks come to our summit, they turn around and they say, I have 25,000 employees. You know what? I never dared, never bothered to ask the question. What do you guys care about? I never thought about that. I have all the resources around me to change the world. I never realized that every day I touch and connect to someone and I every day have an opportunity to just do something better, be better. And the moment you awaken and you ask the question, you'd be surprised. I've had businesses and the story I told you, one of our partners after we finished the White House campaign, it's on us. He came back to us and he said, what are we doing next? And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like 300 people in my company never were an advertising firm. He's like, we sell sex, drugs, and alcohol. And he's like, I now have to do this. He's like, I have to focus on what's our next initiative because this is why they're coming to work and they make money. And, you know, and, and, and he never knew because he never asked. So my challenge to you and a statement that you made is we don't know. It's, it's because we're not asking. And it's not a, you know, sort of tree hugger, hey, kumbaya. It's not, man, we're all humans. In the day, we all have families. We all, well, you know, if you don't have a child, you will. If you don't have a, a daughter, you will. Do you want your daughter to get treated like shit? Do you want her to not have the same opportunity that everybody else has? Of course you do. You want the best for them. You, do you not want them to have the best education? Of course you do. So why shouldn't everyone else have that opportunity? And, and I just think that, you know, when people start to frame it and put themselves in the shoes, you, you start to think differently. 
And, you know, we as entrepreneurs are so fast to just figure out how to make money and solve problems that we sometimes forget about the people around us. And what's exciting about EO, Make Your Mark, is now defined around purpose. And then again, I go back to maybe I'm crazy, but I really do believe in the organization's willpower. I do believe in the organization's cohesive, you know, sort of focus on each other and how do we improve each other. That's already impact. We're trying to make each other better as humans, right? So the DNA already exists. It's just kind of adding another seasoning on a plate and, and, and really engaging this, uh, you know, our, our organization of 13,000 members and showing them a way and, 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 and using data to our benefit so that we could tell the world that we're not the best kept secret. Not anymore. We are the best platform for entrepreneurs to learn and grow and now be extraordinarily meaningful, especially through this partnership, Sergio. That's awesome. That's awesome. So there's, there's a couple people who are active in the space from an entrepreneurial superstar perspective. I heard uh, Jeff Hoffman, the founder of Priceline.com, speak in Frankfurt at a global leadership conference. And then I come back, I mentioned to him to you. And what do you say to me about Jeff Hoffman? Uh, Jeff is a man. Jeff and I have been working in these circles for the last seven or eight years. He was involved in a lot of the stuff we did with the State Department. Jeff and I, we, when we did the young G8, G7, uh, excuse me, G7 today, G20, you know, Jeff is, sits on, on, on my foundation's advisory, global advisor boards. So, I mean, Jeff and I go back. And he's an incredible man and, and, and a force of nature in his own right. And a huge believer of entrepreneurship is the catalyst to solve global issues. And so, I mean, there's not enough I could say about Jeff. I just wish I had more time to just hang out and, and pick each other's brain. But, you know, we're, we're always on a plane. We have other people who are involved. So another rock star. It turns out that somebody that you're... Uh, friendly with as well, and maybe speaking to chapter is a founder of Patron as well. And um, I think you call him JP, but the rest of the world might know him as another name. Who are we talking about? Oh, John Paul DeJure. I mean, he is uh, JP. He's been someone that really defines purpose around business. I mean, you would never yeah. understand a guy that sells hair products and alcohol to be in a world of purpose. And that's just a perfect <laughs> juxtaposition and example for EO members to be like, oh, I do this and I do that. What do I care about? Well, here's a guy, look at this. And he's made a multi-billion dollar enterprise over and over. And again, with his new product now, it's a rock mobile and, and his new uh, MDNO telecommunications platform. And, 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 it, and it's just amazing that just that alignment of here's a guy that really is exactly what EO members are all about. Mm, you know, starting yeah. from nothing, building an empire, and making sure that he never forgot where he came from. I think that's one of the yeah. most important parts of entre real entrepreneurs, right? And I don't buy into Silicon Valley and all that. It's a build an app and move on and go try to buy an island. It's just not. An entrepreneur is someone who never forgets where they came from. Someone that's really connected to community is, is, is really fostering that, you know, peer-to-peer -peer and, and has, I'm going to change the world mentality and goes and does it and starts and builds the plane on the way down. And, and, and dives first and then thinks to, to align a guy that's that mentality that fits into our you know, ethos as well as the fact that he's got the brand that you named you know, the patron and, that, and, and the fact that we, named, you know, we renamed it already, Stephen, so just FYI. You, know, you have to add the accent to it. Just make sure everybody says it right. 
patron exactly. and, uh, and 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 the fact that he an American went to Mexico to build a tequila business and built one of the most incredible brands in the world uh, and and to engage him and hopefully as 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 uh, as I think we have it in the, in the plans we will be uh, uh, will be with him soon um, and engaging him with EO uh, uh, as a whole would be just incredible and I mean again as, as you said earlier it's just you can't make this stuff up it's amazing it's exciting. And and this is even just just drives me even more, you know, uh, 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 back crazy as it relates to just how much we can do, and 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 why the alignment is important, because uh, you know all these pieces really start to come together and magic happens. So in closing, um, I just wanted to ask you, in your opinion, this is the One EO channel. What does One EO mean to you, Sergio? I mean, to me, Stephen, one EO to me means it's not about the chapters. It's about the global community, right? It's not about the company. It's about the global platform. And, and it's not about me. It's about we. Even though the name itself is one EO, it's about one organization supporting being one. And because we are better, greater, and the sum of all parts as, as a whole. And I think it's really important that, that really the rest of the membership and everyone understand the, the, the depth and breadth that this organization and that, that we all bring to the table as entrepreneurs. To me, as an entrepreneur, I'm always thinking about how am I leveraging everything that I'm doing to do more? And there's no better organization in the world. And I'm, Stephen, as you said earlier, I'm, I've been part of many organizations. And to me, this is it. This is the right mix, the right DNA, 30 years in making, and, uh, and a purpose definition. It's, it's one of y'all. Well done. Thank you, Sergio. So thank you for listening to today's uh, One EO podcast. And thank you, Sergio, for serving EO as our local and global patron. Oh, man, i got to work on that. And just stay tuned. <laughs> do, do it for me one more time. Patron. There you go. Thank you very much. And please stay tuned for this and many more inspiring entrepreneurial podcasts. My name is Steve Vistante. Thank you for joining us today. The world's most influential community of entrepreneurs. We are one E-E-O. One E-O. Thank you for listening to the One EO podcast. Our hope is that you're inspired because it's that element that gets entrepreneurs moving. If you aren't a member of EO yet, you can visit eonetwork.org to learn more. That's www.eonetwork.org. That's the letter E, the letter O, network.org. If you are a member of EO and want to know more about how to get involved with One EO podcast, contact Steve Distante or John Todavia, your chapter's rep. Please take the time subscribe and leave a five-star review on whatever channel you're listening to this on right now. EO is in a position to be in that leadership role that our world needs today. Leading by example, we are one EO.